This is Brian Medor from East Carolina University. You are listening to the Sports Objective, the official, unofficial podcast of the Pirates. Hey, Coach, how are you, sir? All right, wake up over there. Here we go. <laughs> All right, Coach, we're going to go straight into questions, okay? I figured we would. Let's do it. All right. Hey, Donnie, this is Troy. Do you uh, envision Mason Garcia having significant playing time on Saturday and possibly even starting? This must be a big game. Uh, Troy's here? <laughs> he, he hasn't been here in any of these games on Wednesday. Is this like a really, really big game? Something, huh? What's going on here? Huh? Good to see you, Coach. You know, good to see you. Uh, you know, every game you prepare for everybody to be ready to go. That, that's what you have to do. And Mason has made a lot of progress, I would say, the last three weeks or so. Uh, you know, he got in a little bit at the Georgia State game. Uh, Wish we would have gotten him in there a little bit earlier. Wish we could have gotten a few more snaps out of him. Just that week, had he moved ahead to the number two spot, uh, he had an opportunity. The Alex Flynn's arm got a little sore. Alex had to miss about a week of practice. Mason came in, and with that work, really started to improve. So uh, last week, we had him warming up. We were ready to get him in there. I never dreamed we were going to go on an eight-minute drive. You know, we were trying to, didn't realize we'd be able to do that. And unfortunately, we didn't get the ball back. He didn't get in. So I was hoping he's going to make a contribution in those two games. And you know what? When you teach them every week, opportunity knocks, you better be ready because you, you never know when it's going to be your time. And so I can't predict the future, but I think he is getting closer to being ready to answer that bell if he gets called. Coach Houston talked a lot about the situation you guys are dealing with. He didn't give a lot of details or information. There are a lot of rumors out there. Is there any discuss within the coaching ranks of whether this game potentially and how bad those numbers are could even be postponed? Uh, no, because I don't have those figures. You know, I, I go in there and get my nose poked all the way back to the what little brain I have, uh, and then I just nervously wait till I get the email that says that, that I'm negative, you know, and, and, and glad that I am each week. And we get tested three times a week. Uh, we did test on Monday. Uh, we just tested again this morning. We usually don't hear back till the next day. So I know there's a lot of things going on. Somebody just told me Coach Saban had, had gotten it, and I uh, wasn't really aware that Coach Bowden had been in the uh, the hospital or whatever. So I'm a little behind <laughs> on the on the news part of it. But uh, every every week we we wait through that Friday test to make sure we're clear, and we're, we're worried that we're going to go play the game because the other team. So so you you just don't know. I, I basically just uh, follow my last direct order. Try to be where I'm at. Supposed to be there on time. Donnie, I think last year we asked you the same type of question. It comes up with Navy every time. But is the philosophy, do you air it out and outscore them and, and go big? Or, or do you kind of play into time possession? You know, how do you balance playing offense against their offense, I guess? Well, first of all, you hit on it. You, you have to outscore them or you can't win the game. That's the only way to win the game is to outscore them. Now, you could outscore them three to nothing. You could outscore them 103 to 100, I guess, but you got to try to outscore them. Uh, the thing you have to do with, with this offense is you have to make your possessions count because you're not going to get many of them. You know, uh, last week, I don't, what did we get? Three or four possessions in the first quarter. And uh, you, you get, you get maybe three or four a half, you know, when you play a team like this because they control the ball. They don't stop the clock very much. And, uh, you know, unless you can get some turnovers and then they'll go for it to, to them. Third and short is, you know, great. Or they, they like fourth and short. 
So they'll, they'll keep the ball. They, and so you have to make your possessions count. You can't turn it over, obviously. Uh, now, uh, I think we have to be aggressive, but aggressive, what's that mean? That doesn't necessarily mean throw, run. You have to kind of take what the defense gives you a little bit. You know what I'm saying? If they're playing pass, you got to run it. And if they're taking the run away, sometimes you got to throw it. So, again, we always talk about we just try to be balanced. Balance means having the ability to do either one well. Uh, the game kind of dictates. Uh, we, we, we didn't throw it as much last week, and we scored more points. Uh, that was good. Uh, the week before we threw it 50 times, you know, you don't want to throw it 50 because you have to throw it 50. If we throw it 50 because we want to throw it 50, I'm great with that. That'd, that'd be good. If that's what they're giving us, that's what we got to take. That probably wasn't much of an answer to your question there. I'm sorry, but that, that's, that's what we do every week. <laughs> so I don't know. Johnny, your offense continues to evolve on your end and uh, your improved running game, yeah. uh, throwing the ball well. Um, what's your general feeling about how your your bunch comes into this week? Well, it, you know, in this business, it's just what what just happened. You know, it's what's what's happening right now. Uh, you know, we 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 had a nice plane ride home. I know that that was a great feeling. We enjoyed that. You know, I got home I think at two forty five and should have went to bed because I had to be in in about six hours. But I, I sat there and enjoyed it. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I had a cup of cheer and kind of watched all the, 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 the scores and everything, too, and enjoyed that because I knew that was my only moments to actually do that because when you get there Sunday, you're back on the film and there's 100 more mistakes you got to correct, and then you start watching the next opponent, and they're pretty good. And so uh, we, 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 I thought we played pretty well. Now, considering – uh, in the Central Florida game, but except we turned the ball over. The ball security was just horrendous, okay? So I, just, I really thought we were playing with great passion. I thought we were running the ball well. I thought we were throwing the ball. I thought we dropped some passes. We had penalties and stuff. So that's part of playing. So that means you did play poorly. But now at Georgia State, that was just there was some issues there. And I, I said that last week that I didn't feel like we came out with the energy. We didn't come out with the passion. That's my fault with the offense part of it, you know, to make sure that they're they're ready to do that. Um, we had had good practices until Thursday. And then Thursday, our kids, I don't know, for some reason, we got off track. We didn't have great Friday walkthroughs, and I didn't feel like the meetings were good. Uh, you hope that, eh, you know, maybe you'll blow that off and we'll play well. We didn't. Uh, last week, we played really well. And, and I, we practiced well uh, Wednesday. We did not practice great on offense on Tuesday. We had to address that. We had to really, really uh, get after some people. Um and we had to get it right. We had a great Wednesday practice. Thursday was the best Thursday practice I've ever had in 30-some years. And then Friday and the Saturday morning, the walkthroughs and the meetings, you could tell the kids it, it hit them. They were ready to play. And uh, I thought we played about as well as, you know, you could you could ask to play. This week, you know, it's a whole new week. Uh, we had a great practice today. You know, so that's all you can go on as a coach. Now what we got to do is have good meetings tomorrow. we got to have good practice tomorrow and hope we're ready to go play. This, this is a tough opponent. You know, defensively, they were phenomenal last year on defense. And I looked down and one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. They got eight starters back out of 11 from, from last year. I know they got off to a bad start against BYU. Uh, we, we didn't watch that one very much because that's not the same team we're getting ready to play. Coach, with Raji and Keaton – 
how how much further ahead are they right now compared to your average true freshman running back in terms of just physicality and also understanding some of the stuff? Well, you know, I'd said, you know, I think one of these weeks that, you know, you recruit them and you, you say, well, you know, they got talent. You know, if you can judge talent, if you can't judge talent, you wouldn't, you wouldn't be in this business very long. You don't know how quickly, though, they'll they'll be able to show that. And I thought early in, you know, in Central Florida game that, that both of those guys showed that, okay, this the stage is not too big. And uh, that they're continue to show me that they they have the the qualities that good running backs have to have. They know they know how to set up blocks. They know how to run behind blocks. Uh, they know how to find the holes. Uh, they both have good enough speed. You know, like I say, you know, Raji's the bus. I told you he's, he's the next Jerome Bettis, and uh, he's got unbelievable feet. And the thing is, wow, is he fun to be around? You know, a lot of people don't like practice that are probably great players, but he acts like he likes practice. That makes a coach's job so much easier. And also, I think we got a good tandem going there. Uh, you, you never have enough because they get beat up so much. I mean, you know, one guy's getting hit sometimes by six and seven guys out there, and uh, they, they get beat up a little bit. So, uh, you know, early in the week, they were really sore. They are really sore. But I thought today they, they were starting to look like they were getting game ready again. Coach, can you talk about Josiah Hatfield? Do you know when he's coming back? Well, this week I, I expect him to be back. He practiced today, and I thought he looked pretty good today. We've missed him. We we missed him from the very first game when he got hurt really early. Uh, we really missed him at Georgia State when the game needed somebody to go make a play, and uh, we, we looked like we were slow, and he's our fast guy. And so we needed that. We, we, we missed him. And then last week he just was not ready. Uh, to go, we just, you know, a fast guy. If they're not, if they're not feeling good in the lower body and they can't run fast, that, then they're not very good to you. You know, what I'm saying a big guy, he can still be big. You know, what I'm saying he can still take up space, he can still block, still things he can do maybe. But uh, he's a fast guy, so he has to be a guy that feels good. Unfortunately, but today he looked like he felt good. And he's catching the ball well, so we got to get him involved in the offense. You know, I know we've, we've talked a lot about, okay, we got to get Snead going and Snead got going, got to get Blake going. All right, now how are we going to get CJ going? You know, that was the deal last week. I told you we're going to move him around, we're going to do a couple of things. We did do that. You know, we got him on an inside there. Uh, we put the tight end outside. They didn't realize we did. CJ so big, they probably thought he was the tight end and they had a uh, safety on him and that was a mismatch. So we get a 70 yard touchdown pass or so. Uh, we, we, we got him going. They didn't have a lot of catches. But if you get two two touchdowns out of every three catches, we'll, we'll all be pretty good. So now there's still room to get one more guy going, though. You know what I'm saying? They're still there because defenses will take certain things away. And the more weapons you got, then the harder that job is for them. Donnie, how do you guys approach the rest of this week? It sets up to be a cool day on Saturday, but um, do you kind of recharge them for the rest of the week or do you try to go really, really hard? Or what's the approach? Well, the press box is always about 68, and I try to tell them to cool it down a little bit more up there, so it's kind of nice. I'm not too worried about the temperature, but I hear it's going to be a fall-like day. I think our kids kind of like that. I think, you know, we were really concerned in Tampa. We got there. It was 92 degrees when we got off the plane. We were like, oh, you know, that's not very good. It was really hot when we got in the stadium. But luckily, the cool breeze and the humidity wasn't there. We didn't get that rain. And I thought our kids got excited about the the little bit of the cooler air. So I think we've practiced well when it's been cooler. Uh, so I think they embrace that. So uh, we, we do want to practice hard in this this program. We're going to practice hard. Uh, that's the culture we're going to go by. 
but we have had some discussions as coaching staff about the the team that's freshest will have the best chance to win, and it's going to be a physical game. I, I don't know their offense that well, but I know it's physical, so I know our defense kids want to be fresh. I know that we have to be at our fastest that could be our advantage against them. So we are we are being smart. Coaches cut back some of the periods and some of the reps. Uh, now we're such a young team that you know that's not not as easy or as obvious to do that because you need the reps. They need those practice. They need to see those looks. But uh, uh, we we have definitely cut back a little bit. And I hope it's an early game. That's another big factor. You know, you have a little bit less rest, so you have to maybe dial it back a little bit on Thursday and Friday when you play at noon. Coach, just curious, how are you splitting up those reps at practice this week in the quarterback? You're, you're, you're going to keep going with that until I say something, aren't you? And what you don't realize is the head coach is looking right over my shoulder right now. <laughs> I was just wondering how the Here's reps how we do it. We didn't, we, didn't do, we didn't do it any different this week than we always do it. Uh, the first quarterback uh, takes the reps with the first offensive line, and then he gets a few of the ones with the two. So we like to do things in six play reps, and then we re-rack it and kind of do a different couple of different field positions. So the first quarterback takes the first six reps. Then he usually gets about two more, and then the second guy gets four. And then, like, uh, if, 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 it, if it's a scale drill or a team drill, we kind of stay with that a little bit. So uh, the third guy, he has to learn by osmosis. I mean, literally, he, he gets no reps except he gets the individual. And so that's what we always tell the, the number three guy. You know, you have to get all your reps mentally because we'd have to stay out here so long that the offensive lineman would be dead if we rep three quarterbacks. So only two guys get the reps, and the number one guy gets about eight out of every 12, and the other guy gets the four, and the third guy, he gets individual. Okay, one last question. You've been to ECU Victory Dinners now under three different coaches. What does that mean to the program, and how different did it look with COVID this week? Well, COVID is not my favorite thing. I don't think it's as, this is anybody's favorite thing. It, it's been a weird year. Uh, it's starting to feel a little more normal since we've been on a little bit of a schedule. The first game, literally, we were in the press box and kind of looking at each other and saying, all right, are we really playing a game or is this like another scrimmage? Because the warm-up felt that way because nobody was there. Uh uh, so COVID's just been different for everything. Uh, I've been fortunate that we've uh, I've been here and we have had some good wins. Uh, you know, South Florida had been a problem for us. I think we'd only beaten them one time before. And I know we only played them like 11. I was there for that one. That was a good night in Tampa. That was another good plane ride home. So I remember enjoying that. And I think we've got the same little problem with the midshipmen too, that I think we've only beaten them one time. I was fortunate I was there for when we beat them up there at their place. So. Uh, We've had a lot of good wins here. I, I, I can't wait till we're getting those wins and the crowds here because uh, Dowdy Fickman's a pretty special deal. Greenville's kind of kind of a cool place, like after a winning football game, you know what I'm saying, on a Saturday. So I'm kind of into those things. But uh, it'll be good if we win this game either way. I'll find a way. You know, it might just be me and Misty there, so that's bad for her, but it'll be good for me. All right. Thank you. All right thanks, Donnie, for your time. Appreciate it. Thank you, guys. Appreciate you.